Hey, Disney fans, looking for the latest Disney news? And interviews with some of Disney's biggest stars? Well, have we got the podcast for you. Welcome to D23 Inside Disney. I'm Tony from Good Morning America. I'm Jeffrey from D23. And I'm Sherry from Oh My Disney. And together we are taking you Inside Disney. Hello, beautiful people. Hello, hello, hello. hello. friends. Tony, how was your vacay? Vacation was so wonderful, you guys. I am sun-kissed yet again. Ah, you look sun-kissed. <laughs> you look beautiful, radiant, relaxed. Thank you, thank you. That vacation looked so, like it looked Photoshopped. It was so beautiful. It was pretty amazing. <laughs> it was Agreed. very Instagram friendly, as I like to say. I mean, is anything you post not? <laughs> and listen, while, while I, I was out of office this weekend, I did get a chance, because I can't say none of these things, I am fitting that coming up as our interview with the one and only Lisa Kudrow, I got a chance to host the press junket, you guys, for Better Nate Than Ever with some of the cast and creators. Amazing. Cool. Amazing. Such a good movie. I laughed, I cried, all the feels. Um, it was so great. <laughs> I loved it too. Yes, I loved it. Incredible. And yeah, Lisa talks all about not only that, but Romy and Michelle's high school reunion. Reunion, maybe? We shall see. Ah. She also talks about the Hercules TV show and how she got on that. I mean, anyway, so, so much to tune in for, but we've got other stuff to get to. Sherry, what have you been up to? Guys, it's been like a very basketball heavy week for me. First of all. What's basketball? Okay, okay, yes. First of all, on. let's define the sport. Hashtag sports. <laughs> so the NCAA basketball tournament, March Madness, that is happening right now. I don't know anything about March Madness. I will caveat that. But some coworkers and I, we filled out some brackets on ESPN.com. If you also filled one out, let me know how you're doing. I am doing terribly in my bracket. I am 48th place out of 56 people who are participating. <laughs> and hey, I'll tell you my strategy. You're in the top 40 something. Thank you. Yeah. Yes. That is one way to look at it. My strategy is I'm picking by mascot only. So whichever oh. mascot is funnier or cuter or weirder, that was what I went off and it's not really working out for me. So if you have any uh, bracket tips for next year, DM me. <laughs> Speaking of DMs, I want to quickly shout out Claire Bradbury, who reached out to me on Instagram. Podcast listener who lives in the UK, went to Disneyland Paris with her family, and I quote, our main goal was to eat all the park snacks. She then sent me 10 photos of some of the things that she ate, and I was like <laughs> drooling on my phone. She did us so proud. Thanks for listening, Claire. And please, if you have any leftovers, just ship them our way. Yeah, yes, <laughs> Claire. Thank you, Claire. Jeffrey, what have you been up to? Well, well, speaking of shout outs, shout out to Stacey Bray, who wrote to me on the Twitter. And also she's a major fan of Dollface. So Stacey, thank you. And the spoiler was okay. I did not really affect the show, but I did finish the second season, which the show is so brilliant. I love Love Dollface. If you have not seen it on Hulu, highly recommend it. It is so funny, so sharp. The actors are all amazing. Kat Dennings and Brenda Song, Shay Mitchell, everyone is just fantastic. So love that. And love the news. And we've got a lot of news. We do, we do. Mm -hmm. Sherry, what we got at first? Well, I've got some 
baby animal news. <gasps> Three rhino siblings were just introduced to each other for the first time at Kilimanjaro Safaris. Yay! So we've talked about Ranger, who was the first white rhino born at Walt Disney World Resort in five years. He was born in October of 2020. Then his brother Milo joined the crash in September 2021. And Logan is the youngest of the three born in November of 2021. I mean, I'm the youngest of three siblings. So I like deeply relate to Logan. <laughs> <laughs> Logan, if you're listening, you'll get through this. Don't Aww. worry if your older siblings bully you for just a little bit. You'll all get along. <laughs> eventually <laughs> it'll make you a stronger rhino or human i feel um, like this is a children's book oh yeah <laughs> that we need to see come to life yes well also shout out to my brothers i love them okay oh. at animal kingdom it takes a whole lot of teamwork of humans to bring one rhino to the savannah let alone three for the first time in the park's history which is amazing so yeah shout out to the animal science and environment team woohoo i can't wait to see these rhinos one day hopefully they'll still be babies when i see them and not not adults yet i mean they're already very big have you seen those pictures they are very <laughs> know, large but they're still babies they are they're, they're so good <laughs> well in other news disneyland paris as part of their 30th anniversary has announced a multi-year transformation plan for disney village which sounds Fantastic. I had the pleasure of being at Disneyland Paris a couple of times, and it's always fun to walk through Disney Village and definitely exciting to hear some of the things that are coming, including a new park with a boardwalk with all this gorgeous landscaping. I love that. It feels in line with what they did at Disney Springs. They just really brought that whole place to life in new ways. There's going to be new shops and of course, new eateries, including Rosalie, a new lakeside French brasserie, which is going to open in 2023. Mm. It's where yeah, the current right. Cafe Mickey is. It sounds like it is going to be très bien for all of mes amis en Paris. Oh, that's very nice, Jeffrey. Oh, merci beaucoup. And in other news, we have the Plan Disney podcast. <laughs> so shout out to our friends at Disney Parks. They launched their Plan Disney podcast. Woo, welcome. Presented by our friends at State Farm. It's a panel of experts who are sharing their top tips and favorites of the season at Disney Parks. So the first one looks at spring break, including things like Typhoon Lagoon Water Park, one of my favorite places. Tune in. It's on Apple Podcasts. It's essentially anywhere you can find our podcast. Sign up, love it, listen to it, and congrats to our friends at Disney Parks. Woohoo! Well, it is a big week for Olivia Rodrigo fans oh, like ourselves. <laughs> yes. I don't know what we call our uh, Olivians. I don't know. I don't know if there's a word for it. We'll call ourselves that. Olivia Rodrigo just dropped the official trailer and poster for the Disney Plus original film, Olivia Rodrigo, Driving Home to You, a sour film that comes to Disney Plus exclusively on Friday. Yay. Check out the poster on Olivia Rodrigo's Instagram and the trailer is on Disney Plus's YouTube. I can't wait, guys. Triple Yay. platinum debut album, new arrangements, never before seen footage. I will be there. I love the trailer. The trailer was like awesome. Like you just get to see her yeah. going through, it seems like every emotion on the rainbow. So very, yes. very fun. Well, coming up on April 27th, our pals at Walt Disney Animation Studios, including our great friend, Amy Astley, friend of the pod, friend of us, Ooh. have a new series called Sketchbook. It's essentially a really amazing look at these incredible animators who've animated some of our favorite characters and will show 
audiences how to sketch them and make them come to life. Amazing characters like Cusco. I love, I mean, Yzma might be my favorite from Emperor's New Groove, but I'll take a Cusco. <laughs> Olaf, Captain Hook, Mirabelle, Simba, and our friend of the pod, the legendary animator Eric Goldberg will show people how to animate Genie. So Fun. get ready to tune in to that. And now for some Disney sports news, more sports news over here. <clears throat> Joe Buck and Troy Aikman, some familiar names here. They've teamed up together for 20 NFL seasons in the broadcast booth, you guys. They've now signed a multi-year agreement to join ESPN as the new voices for Monday Night Football. So, bum, 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 bum. Amazing. So fun. They're also going to be contributing content coming to ESPN+. Plus. And additionally, Lisa Salters, Monday Night Football's longest tenured sideline reporter, will return for her 11th season on the series. ESPN's new team will make its regular season debut on September 12th. So sports fans, mark your calendars for that coming to ESPN. I'm going to need to listen to this back and Google some of the information because I'm <laughs> not... And I know people are like, we get it. Jeffrey doesn't know sports, but literally I have no idea what half of what you just said was, but it does sound <laughs> very exciting. ESPN, September 12th, Jeffrey, for you. All right. <laughs> Sorry to my friends, Chris LaPlaca and Katina Arnold over at ESPN. My apologies. I love you both. <laughs> oh, I love it. Well, from ESPN over to ABC Network, the envelope, please. Yeah. <laughs> Get ready for a star-studded night. The Academy Awards are finally upon us. Listen to this. The show's producers have announced that the all-star band will feature the show's music director, Adam Blackstone, as well as Blink-182's drummer, Travis Barker, and wow. will include the return of a full orchestra. Oh. Wait, yeah, yeah, but hold on. You, you like, buried the lead there because one of my favorite, the glamorous life herself, Sheila E., Oh, is going yeah. to be a part of the band. <laughs> yeah, so I am yeah. in it. A true all-star band in the makings here this weekend. And that's not all, Jeffrey. The latest round of presenters now include, drum roll, please. There it is. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> Tiffany Haddish, Jennifer Gardner, Elliot Page, and her. Oh, so and fun. friend of the pod, Stephanie Beatriz. That's so fun. You're right, Jeffrey. Yay. Oscars Sunday is finally here. Sunday, March 27th at 8 p.m. Eastern on ABC Network. And an addendum here. You can get an extra head start with pre-show coverage live on the carpet starting at 1 p.m. Eastern on ABC News Live, which you can also stream on the Hulu. We need to see you on that red carpet working, yes. doing some of those interviews. You know, I have been Please. before. And I can't wait to be back in LA for our next Oscars. Well, next time you come, here's our plan. We're going to get you a very long tuxedo coat. Jeffrey and I are going to stack on top of each other's shoulders. You'll be on the top and we'll just be oh. one giant person on the well, carpet. Nothing to see here. Listen, just totally I think, regular. I think since we are a <laughs> podcast here that continues to wish upon a star here, our mm -hmm. next endeavor should True. be D23 inside Disney on the red carpet. <gasps> Love Ooh, it. That is fun. Love it. I'm in it. I'm in it to win it. Oh, but you hear that? You know what that means? Ooh. 
It is time for five fantastic things to watch this weekend, courtesy of our friends at State Farm. For complete details, visit d23.com. And special today, it's an all-Oscar nominee weekend. Woo! And remember, like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. Jeffrey, what's up first? Well, up first is Nightmare Alley. So remember, folks, mature audiences only, but you can catch that on Hulu. And it is nominated for four Oscars, including Best Picture. Wow, no big deal. Well, Luca, that's on Disney+. Plus. It's nominated for Best Animated Feature Film. Get your fix of gelato, pasta, sea monsters, everything. Also on Disney+, Plus, Cruella, which is nominated for two Oscars, Best Costume Design, of course, and Best Makeup and Hairstyling. Yes. And also on Disney+, Plus, why not catch Shang-Chi and the Legend of the Ten Rings, which is nominated for Best Visual Effects. And of course, stars Friends of the Pod, Simu Liu, and Aquafina. Ooh, and finally, obviously, I have to remind you again, Regina Hall, Amy Schumer, and Wanda Sykes host together the 94th Oscars Sunday, March 27th at 8 o'clock Eastern on ABC. On to our guest. For Disney, this incredible and hilarious talent appeared on Scandal, Cougar Town, Hercules the Animated Series, and starred as Michelle in Romeo and Michelle's High School Reunion. She's now playing the aunt we all wish we had growing up in the Disney Plus movie Better Nate Than Ever about a 13-year-old boy who steals off to New York City to audition for Lilo and Stitch the musical. Please welcome to the show, the amazing Lisa Kudrow. Yay, welcome Woo! to the show! <laughs> Well, I got to ask you, what drew you to better Nate than never, first of all? And did you read the book by chance, Lisa? Well, no, I didn't read the book. But what drew me to it was my agent said, you've got to read this because this is very exciting. He said, you know, this is for Disney, their first lead character who's a 13-year-old boy who's gay. Even though it's not said in the movie, mm -hmm. he said, but that's, that's a big step. That's a big deal. And I said, oh, okay, yeah, I'm all for supporting that. So I read it and went, oh my God, it is that. And then it's so much more because it's so mm -hmm. good. Tim Federley wrote the book, Better Late Than, Than Ever, and is directing it and he wrote this movie. But it moves and it's so exciting and it's really fun. I mean, I don't know a lot about, you know, musical theater at all <laughs> i really don't but my god this was so fun and to me nate is this 13 year old kid who just likes himself in spite of no one getting him and he's bullied and he just likes himself he kind of can't help it and every time he is just himself without second guessing everything soars which to me was, I don't even know if it was intentional, but that is a great message, I think, because it's true. It's just true. Absolutely. That certainly resonated with me seeing it and my 13-year-old self from when the dinosaurs roamed the earth. <laughs> so your character, Heidi, appeared on Broadway and is now working as a caterer as she continues to audition. Did you ever cater or wait tables before your acting career took off? No, I played a waitress. Yes. But... <laughs> yes. We were mad about that character. <laughs> no, I never did. I never 
weighted tables, I, I would have been horrible at it, I think, really bad. <laughs> I would have tried hard to do it well, but I was really bad. No, no, I was a receptionist at my father's oh. office, and I think they suffered enough for that. <laughs> I feel the same. I'm like, I have the utmost respect because I know I could never do that. <laughs> Taking orders and get it, remembering, getting everyone the right thing, and yes, no problem, and uh, yeah. Uh -huh. No, no, that yeah. to me Absolutely. is the ultimate service <laughs> you can provide. And I'm not, I'm not trying to be funny or hyperbolic about it. It really, it oh, really totally. is. Yeah. A hundred percent. Can you talk a little bit about working with the young cast, especially Ruby, who is so remarkable, mm -hmm. isn't he? Ruby is, yeah, Ruby is remarkable. And so is Aria. I mean, mm -hmm. that was a dream working with them because they're just, they're mature. They know why they're there. They're passionate about what they do. And they were so focused and no, they were fantastic. And so were their uh, moms. Mm. that I spent time with <laughs> on set because, you know, I had more in common with them. But no, I loved talking to those kids and, and being around them. And Josh Bassett is so great. I mean, I loved everybody. I don't know when I've had a better experience. It was one of the best. I shouldn't say that, but it was one of the, <laughs> it was one of the best, you know, and Tim Federley is beyond. He knows exactly what he wants. And so he can be really calm about it too, you know, yeah. and really nurturing. And everything he says and does is to get the best out of everybody and make the best story, you know, visually that he can. It was great. Oh, I love to hear that. And you talk about time on set, obviously no spoilers. So we will be very vague here, but okay. there's this great scene where you see Nate sing. Were you there for that filming or did you see that after? Um, no, we were there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We were there to see it, which was great. Yeah, well, cause sometimes you think like, well, that'll be a pickup shot later. And I wasn't sure, but being in that theater, I was, I mean, it was such a moving scene. You know, Tim had asked, Ruby to be there for it. You know, we didn't have to, obviously, because it wasn't on camera. But yeah, that's how just cooperative and generous everybody was, you know, that everyone just did it every time the way they're supposed to do it. You know, there was no holding back, like, I'm not on camera, so I'm not, you know, there, that just did not exist. Love it. <laughs> but sometimes it's necessary, you know, especially if you have kids and their time is limited and right. So that was a really big deal. That was great. Mm. And it was moving. It was really moving too. It was so nice, you know, to not have to pretend too much. <laughs> mm hmm. Cannot wait for people to see it. There were legitimate real tears from me. I mean, I oh, can't imagine. That's right. <laughs> I know yeah. normally I have no emotions, so it says something. But me too. It's like wires, <laughs> gears, you know, robotics. <laughs> but it was, uh, yeah, no, I, I was definitely moved watching it. And I was there and I knew what was coming and it was going to happen. And still, yeah. No, it's touching. It's like tears of joy, you know? Mm -hmm. That's what the tears are. For me, anyway, it was just so touching and true and happy. So Heidi's a theater actor. We know there are rumors of the comeback coming to Broadway. 
But if you could play a great role from the theater, what would it be? Hmm. Not a musical necessarily. Necessarily, right. No, but musical, I would have to sing and that's, you know, that's not kind <laughs> to an audience, I don't think. You don't ask them to pay money for that, in my opinion. <laughs> Especially ticket prices, what they are. What would it be? I don't know. I mean, I don't want to say because I kind of want to do it. So I don't want to say. Mm, uh -oh. Uh -oh. I do have something in mind. All right. Okay. Okay. Ooh. Don't want to jinx it. We like that. Don't want to jinx it. By the way, I mean, Michael Patrick King is busy with, you know, and just like that. Right. So I don't know when it would happen, but. We would love to see you on stage, regardless of what the role is. Even if it was a musical, I would still pay the money, I'm saying. And you would be <laughs> worth every dime to go see, Lisa. Every dime. Yes. <laughs> Thank you. Well, I know they're working on a Romeo and Michelle stage production well it's crazy to think Romy and michelle was 25 years ago i know Ugh. do you favorite memories from making that i mean iconic oh yeah my god i mean just working with all the actors that were in there i mean mira and i had a good time i loved working with alan cummings coming coming mm -hmm. and i know I mean, him yeah. why don't i know if there's an s at the end of his last name or not that's not right no phenomenally fun and Janine Garofalo, Cameron Mannheim and everyone that was in it. And even Justin Thoreau was, was in it. And I remember at the time it was like, that guy's really cool. Oh yeah. 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 He's amazing. Yeah. And he was great. Yeah. It was, it was so much fun every day. Hard, hard, hard work. You had a lot of iconic lines in the film too. Do people ever ask you to do them? Maybe like, I hope your babies look like monkeys. Um, no. <laughs> no, I think they're too busy asking me to sing Smelly Cat. One time I was at a, like a coffee place and these girls just handed me a napkin and then left. And it had a list of all the quotes from the movie that they loved so much. It was That's so, awesome. That was oh. the best thing that ever happened. Yeah. Would you ever team up with Mira again so we could see where they are today? Yeah, absolutely. She would love it. I mean, what would it be? By the way, Robin Schiff, who wrote Romeo and Michelle, she's already thinking. I mean, high school reunions, they keep coming. It's not like you only have one. I mean, there could be another high school reunion. Yeah, it's true. I'm it's in. True. That's true. That would be fun to see, you know, what those women are like 25 years later. Yeah. Post-its and all. <laughs> so... Romy Michelle is on Disney Plus, as is another Disney credit we all love, Hercules, the animated series. Oh. How did you come to voice Aphrodite? I was asked to. <laughs> and I said, yeah. <laughs> I love it. That's the whole story. I know it's a little long, but <laughs> you can edit it down. Well, doing an animated series, was that like, how different was that? You know, I didn't give a ton of thought to that. And I had done a couple of things before that. I did Dr. Katz, which was an um, animated yep. show I worshipped. And I recently saw it, you know, the thing. And I went, oh, okay, I did pretty well. That's good. Wow. Um, and I'd done Simpsons. So then I did that and a couple other things. And now I'm doing Housebroken 
that's a Fox animated show. Mm-hmm. So, and I'm still feeling like I got to get the hang of this. You know, I don't. Oh, <laughs> oh I love it's that. I just show up, do it once, they direct you, and you're done. But this is, oh no, then now I have to know what I'm doing for real. So, said again, <laughs> you're still having fun doing it. Still having fun. <laughs> it's like, wait, I've done that. Yeah. All right, Lisa, we are sadly at our last question, which we ask every guest. What is your favorite Disney memory? Oh, going to Disneyland. What? My God, because I grew up here in Southern California. So I got to go. I mean, well, my parents didn't love going because it's too much tumult and excitement. And I have to say, when I would go, it was also exciting. I'd actually have a migraine that night as a kid. Wow. Because it was too thrilling. Too much pixie dust, y'all. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Yeah, but now I know I can go for three hours and I'm okay. Okay, it's good to and know so your time limits. That's what I do. Yeah, because it's so fun. I loved it more than anything. So like a birthday present for me was my parents taking me to Disneyland. Oh, worth a migraine. I think the best birthday ever. And there were fireworks and my mom said, they're doing that for you because it's your birthday. Like yes, mom. Every night. Yes. Yes. I know. And I went, oh, my gosh. Uh, <laughs> that is amazing. Yeah. Uh, Lisa, thank you so much for joining us. This has been amazing. And congratulations. Better Nate than ever is so wonderful. We cannot wait for the world to see it. Yeah, and, thank you. Uh, Hopefully there's many more Disney things in your future, including uh, Romeo and Michelle reteaming. We're ready for it. We're in. Great. <laughs> we'll put in a good word. Thank you. I know she says she can't sing, but I am still all there for a Lisa Kudrow musical. 100%. Yes. Very for this idea. Mm-hmm. And it was so great to hear her have such fun with all these young geniuses in this yeah. film. It's so fun. Yep. I love it. Well, you guys, thanks again for listening to D23 Inside Disney. Don't forget to like and share this episode wherever you listen or subscribe. And if you want to chat with us, use that hashtag D23 Inside Disney. And for all the latest Disney info, check out D23.com. We'll be back next week with more Disney news and a fantastic guest on an all new episode of D23 Inside Inside Disney. Disney.